Okay, so tonight, Bezra Sashem, we're continuing with the series on entering the Sea of Wisdom, where we are reviewing uh, one teaching a week from the Tzaddik and the Gon Rav Yitzhak Meyer Morgenstern Shlita. And again, this week, probably because of Hanukkah and different uh, elements involved in the printings of the Torah, um, the Likutim or the Nishmas and Chadasin from this week's printout was not in real time, meaning it was not associated with what was discussed last week, but rather they are teachings that had been discussed on Shabbos, Parshas, Miketz in previous years. But nonetheless, that doesn't take away whatsoever from our ability to um, to tap into what the tzaddik is trying to convey to us. So the framework of this teaching, the framework of this teaching is, is an, a notion that's expressed in the Zohar HaKadosh of Miketz Shnatayim Yom, um, at the end of two days. And the Zohar Kaddush says, Katz shem sam that the, the, there's a kates that has been placed to darkness, meaning to say that the Zohar Kaddush is discussing elements of redemption as we're going to encounter in Parshios of Vayigash and Vayichi, the encounter between Yosef and Yehuda, Mashiach ben Yosef and Mashiach ben David. And then in Parshas Vayichi, we're going to see that his kabsu elai, that all of the shvatim are going to come closer to Yaakov Avinu because Yaakov wants to be Megala the Kates, and we're going to see that Yaakov Avinu cannot be Megala the Kates. Um, and just parenthetically speaking, our tzaddikim tell us that it's not that Yaakov Avinu wanted to teach us about redemption, but then the Shekhinah left him and he was no longer capable of understanding when redemption would be, but rather the very nature of Yaakov Avinu's blessing to his children towards the end of his life was that you can't fully know when redemption will be, and therefore all you can do is yearn for redemption. So it's not that it was a failed process that Yaakov wanted to give us some concretized time and that left him, but rather Yaakov Avinu wanted us to understand that the only thing that will get us through Gullus is the desire and the hope for something that we don't know when it will arrive in the aspect of So the Zohar HaKadosh discusses the nature of redemption um, towards this week's parshios and associated with Hanukkah, which is connected to the light of Mashiach and the Or Haganus, like we've discussed. Now, the Zohar HaKadosh tells us that there are two forms of redemption from exile. There is something referred to as Ketz Hayamin, the end that is associated with the right side, the Ketz Hayamim, and the end of days, which is associated with negativity. And the Zohar HaKadosh and the Rebbe also spends a lot of time discussing these two elements, both comparing the two of them as if they are different and distinct, as well as showing how both of them are deeply united together. Nevertheless, Ketz HaYemin, the end that is associated with the right side, Yemin typically representing chesed and loving kindness and graciousness, that represents Geula Berachamim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu bringing a redemption in a compassionate and merciful way, versus, God forbid, the Ketz HaYamim, the end of days, which is the emergence of redemption, yes, but by way of difficulty and struggle. And so that's going to be the context of the Zohar HaKadosh that the Rebbe is describing, how there's this battle between two approaches to redemption. One is going to be a gracious and merciful form of redemption associated with the end, associated with the right side, and one is going to be a harsher side. And here the Rebbe says something incredible, because in my humble opinion, what the Rebbe is talking about here is basically anxiety. 
The Rebbe says as follows in Os Lamed Aleph, in the 31st piece in Nishmas and Chadasin. So, Od Diber al Hamuva Bezor HaKadosh Betchilas Parshasenu Me'inyan Beis HaKitzin. And the Rebbe spoke about the Zohar HaKadosh that discusses the beginning of our Parsha with regards to two forms of redemption. Ketz HaYemin, the end associated with the right side. Shehum Sitra de Kedusha, that emerges from the side of holiness. The Ketz Kolbasar, which is the Ketz HaYamim, Shehum Sitra And that end of days that is associated with things that are difficult, the other side of things, where the light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not clarified. Uperish, and the Rebbe explained as follows, There are certain individuals who the Mara that melancholic spirit, that anxious spirit, that unsettledness within the heart of themselves leads them to worry about what is going to be happening in the future, to be anxious about that which is about to arrive. And when they think about redemption in this sense, they're convinced that everything is going to be bad. Everything is going to turn out difficultly. There's going to be wars and destruction that's going to destroy the entire world. So their worry about the future, their anticipatory anxiety about what is to come without knowing what is going to be, leads them to assume the worst, right? It leads them to expect that something terrible is going to happen. And the Rebbe continues, and he says, Uba'emes, and in truth, Misha nofel hanal, somebody who falls into this anxiety, somebody who allows themselves to expect the worst, alul chas lekalkel es echad it's not enough that it's going to affect the nature of their lives because they're perpetually expecting the worst, but it's also going to prevent them from fulfilling one of the essential tenets of our faith, which is the kivoy and the tzipia towards Yeshua, the desire and the yearning for redemption. And the Rebbe says a very simple psychological pshat, haloteva ha'adam she'ena yachol l'kavos l'tzapos, and the nature of human anticipation, the nature of human yearning and hope is that we only hope towards something if we expect it to be positive. But if we expect everything to be broken and everything to be difficult, then we're not going to have that natural cultivated desire to yearn for Mashiach to arrive. V'im Kain, says the Rebbe, the tzaddikim throughout the generations, both in our time and throughout the generations, spend a lot of time and a lot of effort, whatever this means, trying to nullify this element of redemption coming about by way of difficulty and negativity. Because the way of the tzaddikim is to strengthen themselves with faith, with emuna, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is always chesed. Ultimately, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is always chesed, and whatever HaKadosh Baruch Hu does is chesed. And the undying desire of the tzaddikim is to reveal in the world that the ending of things, the end of this experience that we have in this world, it will be by way of chesed, and it will be, be, it will be by way of rachamim. And then the Rebbe brings down an incredible teaching, 
vehakivoy, through faith, through trust, and through kivoy, through hope. And parenthetically, I thought on Friday night that those three things, emuna, bitachon, and kivoy, is Roshe Tevos avak. It's the Roshe Tevos of dust that arises. Just like Yaakov Avinu, when he encounters the Saro Shal Esav in that darkness of night, and they battled and their avak, the dust of their legs, ascended to heaven, that avak, that dust, which represents the ability to fight against darkness towards the end of the nighttime, is emuna bitachon and kivoy, roshe tevos avak, faith, trust, and hope. That their faith, trust, and hope that everything will be good is in and of itself that which brings about HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Rachamim. That the amuna of the tzaddikim, the trust of the tzaddikim, is the very mechanism through which HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to bring about the ge'ula shlema, the full redemption, ba'ofen hatov hanira v'hanigla, in the way that is a revealed good that is apparent to us that it's good. And listen to this teaching, Kedivre Chazal, like the words of Chazal in the Alkut Shemoni, in Tehillim Remez Tafshin Lamed Vav, She'em lo yihiyeh b'bnei Yisrael ela s'chus ha-kivoy v'hatsipoy l'geula, yigalu b'schus zeh. That even if the only strength that remains within the Jewish people is the hope and the anticipation towards redemption, that hope and anticipation is strong enough to bring the redemption. So here the Rebbe up until now has been talking about a collective anxiety, a historical anxiety, which affects a person's perception of redemption. And for us who spend our days trying to survive in the darkness of exile, most of the time our concerns are not regarding the collective and national redemption, how it's going to be or what it's going to be. Our anxieties are more about how we experience life. Our anticipatory fears of things turning out negatively they're not so much about how Mashiach is going to arrive, sometimes they're about what's going to happen in the next moment, where each of us understand that at the heart of things, very often we're worried, we're anxious about what the future brings. And because it's unknown, and because we don't know what happens next, anxiety forces us to assume that the worst is going to happen. And we live as if something terrible is about to happen, even though our faith and our amun is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu could do things without them being difficult. And here the Rebbe brings it down to a level that is appropriate and relatable to each and every one of us. And this is going to be in Oslam and Gimel. Vahosif Levair. And the Rebbe continued to explain. The Indian Kates Hayamin, that this aspect of the end of things that is associated with chesed and loving kindness, no noga rak le inyan kate it's not only something that relates to the end of times or the redemption or the coming of Mashiach. But rather, this is something that is relatable and connected to our daily engagement with Avodas Hashem. That a person needs to train themselves. Almost like a cognitive approach. A person quite literally needs to train their thoughts a person must train themselves and remind themselves and cognitively create the tendency of our thoughts to always be directed towards loving kindness, to always expect the best to take place, to always think positively. And to yearn and to desire only good. 
ובבחינס מימר הצמח צדק זכוסי הגן עלינו, by way of the statement of the Tzemach Tzedek, which the seventh Lubavitcher Rebbe, Skusi Yaganolinu, also brought down very often, Tracht gut, wird sein gut. If you think good, it will be good. Meaning that this anxiety about the end is not simply about Mashiach's arrival. We live with that anxiety in every moment of our lives. And what these tzaddikim and what the Rebbe is telling us is that we have to create the tendency within our mind to think good, to think positively, because it's the positive thoughts that bring about the positive experience, because it's my perception that frames my experience. The way I look at the world is the way that the world becomes for me. It's not that my mind is powerful enough to create magical changes. That's not what the Rebbe is saying. But if I think positively and I see the world positively, then things will be positive. Tracht gut, wird sein gut. And the Rebbe even brings down a remez from a Pasuk for this idea of thinking good and it will be good. From the Pasuk in Bereshus, Perak Lamed Bey's Pasuk Yud Gimel, Vi'ata Amarta Hetiv, and you said it should be good, Azai Etivimcha. Then HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to make it good. If I say that things will be good, if I trust that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to make things the best they can be, then Be'ezrus Hashem, they're going to be that way. Like Rabbi Nachman warned us, when it came to the concept of Rosh Hashanah, that on Rosh Hashanah, which was Rabbeinu's entire Inyan, Rabbi Nachman himself expressed that his whole Inyan is Rosh Hashanah, because this was the Inyan he was coming to teach, that a person has to only think positive thoughts. And that we should assume and we should trust that HaKadosh Baruch Hu's judgment on us is going to be good. And so too here, This is something we discussed in the past. Rosh Hashanah is not only Rosh Hashanah, but every day has a Rosh Hashanah, which means that if on Rosh Hashanah we have to think only positive thoughts, then so too every day we have to think only positive thoughts. Because a person is judged every day. And everything that takes place throughout the collective calendar year, all of those different Yamim Tovim, just like Rosh Hashanah is the judgment day for the entire year, that takes place as well on the particular level. Because everything that takes place on the collective Klal takes place in the individualized Prat which means that we have a Rosh Hashanah every day. This concept of thinking positively, this concept of not allowing our anxiety to create for us the fear that everything is going to be terrible simply because we don't know how it's going to turn out and to allow ourselves to hope for the best, this is a kiyum in the mitzvah of bitachon. That a person should allow themselves to find support. The same way we find support by tzaddikim, kedai lismoch, by Rabbi Shimon. That it's appropriate to find support by the tzaddikim. It's also appropriate to find support by a Kaddish Baruch Hu, through our bitachon, that our hearts can be trusting, just like our hearts are trusting on our parents. And a person should remove from their hearts all worries and anxieties associated with the future. Hashem is with you. 
A person connects themselves to Hashem, and they place their trust with Hashem. By way of an immediate reaction, my bitachon, my thinking good, creates a situation wherein my life is good. It's not that only good will happen, but it's that everything that I see, I will become aware that it's part of Hashem's plan. That's the koyach of bitachon as the chazunish teaches us. That bitachon is not that everything is going to be the way I desire it to be, but bitachon is the recognition that everything is the way it is supposed to be. And when we're able to align our mind to that sense on a day-to-day basis, anxiety doesn't have as much strength as it typically does. Now, a teaching like this, a teaching like this, for a person who doesn't experience anxiety, a teaching like this is just a random teaching. It says, think positive thoughts. But for somebody who finds themselves with worry in their heart, libo doig bikirbo, hearing a teaching like this is transformative because I don't have to know that everything is going to be okay in order to feel confident and calm. All I have to understand is that my confidence and my calmness will make everything okay. And it's very much like Rabbeinu teaches us in Torah Reish Pei Beis, Azamra Lelukim Ba'odi. If I choose to see positive sparks of goodness in the world, then those positive sparks of goodness exist. If I don't see them, then they don't exist. It's about Re'iya Satov, it's about seeing the good. And the Rebbe brings down afterwards a teaching from the Chadusha Arim that the Chadusha Arim said that he spent 13 years working on Ayin Tova. He spent 13 years working on the Mida of choosing to see good in the world. The world is always aligned in a neutral way in front of us. We can see the negative, we can expect the worst, we can assume that things are going to break down in some unmanageable way. Or through Amuna and Bitachon and Kivoy, through that Avak, through that Koyach that is born within us through our Neshama and through the Koyach of Tzadikim, we have the ability to hope towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu that things are going to be good. And then Mamela things are going to be good because I'm going to be aware that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is part of every aspect of my life. So the Geula and our hope towards the Geula is not simply a collective Geula. But like we say every Friday night, Karve al-Nafshi Giyala, that there's a redemption of the soul. And we have to believe in HaKadosh Baruch Hu enough to know that things are going to be good, things are good. And it's the Koyach of Amar Machshava to see things as being good in the Bechina of Trach Gut Vizayn Gut.